Welcome to Sales and Marketing Fry Talks, where we share insights, best practices and anecdotes from technology companies. Join us live on LinkedIn or subscribe to our podcast. And now to the new episode. Today's topic is around the LinkedIn and LinkedIn indeed is the, the best place to meet and engage B2B audience. But at uh, the same time, uh, we have heard a lot of questions about how to really build a, a solid strategy around the LinkedIn, how, how to make it really work in the long run and the short uh, run as well. So, and how to make all these efforts uh, profitable in the end of the day. So therefore, for this uh, episode of the Fry Talk, we invited Katrina Ozola. Um, she is a LinkedIn marketing manager at HTT Pool, and she will just, uh, I think, uh, introduce uh, herself in in a few seconds. But uh, I think it's a great, great opportunity really to learn from uh, Catherine because uh, she has been working with uh, a lot of different clients uh, all around the Europe uh, and uh, mainly, uh, you know, from the fintech and technology industry. And uh, I, I believe that it will be super valuable for us all to to hear from her all the best practices and uh, ways of really leveraging linkedin uh, properly for your b2b activities so therefore i also encourage you to be active and ask your questions through the commenting uh, part uh, otherwise uh, welcome uh, catherine welcome thank you thank you thank you guys nice to be here and um, yeah, so let me then quickly give a background of myself. So I work for HTT Pool. Uh, this is a company of Aleph Group, and uh, we are authorized partner of largest social media platforms like mm -hmm. Meta, Snapchat, Twitter, LinkedIn, and more. And our mission is to help grow our clients' businesses across these digital platforms. And myself, I represent present LinkedIn global performance team, which means that mm -hmm. uh, we are helping companies from Central and Eastern Europe to scale their business globally across LinkedIn um, platform through LinkedIn marketing solutions. And as you already mentioned, our main focus is fast growing companies uh, as well as startups, mainly fintech, uh, software, mm -hmm. IT, uh, pharma, manufacturing, and so on. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Th thanks. Uh, thanks again uh, for joining us today. And I think just to kick off the conversation, um, uh, could you could you maybe just help us to understand what are the main uh, building blocks uh, for the LinkedIn strategy? Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. So LinkedIn we take as a main B two B platform. So people mm -hmm. come to LinkedIn with already mindset to do business. So they come here to whether learn from the peers or industry leaders, whether to find opportunities yeah. for their business or for their personal development and career. So the building blocks would be first to think about your business page as your virtual business card. Make sure uh -huh. it's fully completed and it's correctly completely. Because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I see there are, for example, fintech company that is marked as marketing or maybe your business side is not marked correctly. So you will help for other companies who want to target with their offers to target you correctly and as well to help LinkedIn algorithms to, to sort and kind of help with the reach. 
another thing um you can use as well like you know of course you check all the parts which is like profile picture descriptions make sure when people land on your page it's crystal clear what, what are you offering what is your solution what is your product often i see for mm -hmm. example for tech companies who offer like uh, several services or product which are targeted mm -hmm. for different auditories i would suggest to use affiliate or showcase pages so actually it's very clear okay if for example you're IT a service provider who focus mm -hmm. on teams implementation, dynamics implementation, and some IP customized solutions. So make sure you kind of differentiate because these will be three different auditories you will talk. So okay. as well, you can okay. build this. Mm -hmm. So you so can communicate. Does it mean, so basically, uh, if, if you think, uh, you know, for, for the first uh, like main uh, step is to make sure that you are represented on LinkedIn correctly. So through the exactly. company page, mm -hmm. right? So that you mm -hmm. have uh, it, it nicely, um, you know, crafted, you have clear information about what you do, um, you know, and, and, and so on and so forth. That, that would be first step. But secondly, then you suggest to use a separate yes. uh, like this uh, product pages or how, how, how what is the name of that you said it was a showcase showcase yeah, pages, so it's, right? it's to... showcase pages it's not for all times it's for the more uh, complex um, like if you have a, several services like you know don't maybe try to through everything in one page if you offer like as i mentioned from teams dynamics and your customs solutions so try to make it a nice clear structure as well and um as well don't kind of leave it static like you know you have a nice cover banner so i see as a good practice to use it for most um actual information maybe maybe you are hiring put it there maybe you have a event coming so put it there mm. so and use it interacting and then, of course, we come to content, which is the king, not only on LinkedIn, but on all social media platforms. So make sure your content is relevant and buyer centric. Like, you know, make sure you explain what are you doing, what value you bring to people there. Keep it consistent. And this is like, you know, this is very important as well. Of course, it's um, suggested to use visuals like pictures, like uh, videos, so it's more interesting for an eye. And keep in mind that most of the uh, LinkedIn users as well might be scrolling on the phone. So sometimes without sound. So if you launch some video, make sure you put uh, subtitles. So actually it's clear what yeah. you're saying. And mm -hmm. for or for the organic, like, you know, the focus is to kind of grow your follower base by sh sharing this value content. And we usually introduce for the clients who just started uh, this three to one rule, which is basically on each hard sales post you make, you do two posts about your values, mission, culture, maybe share your team, maybe they want to like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, tell some story about your company so you make it more human because end of the day these are people who are looking at your page and then as three you acting as a trendsetter or industry leader so make sure you post relevant information from your industry maybe your ceo or vp can share 
uh, thought of leadership. It's like, you know, people come to your page to actually learn from the experts. So this is the place yeah. where you already organically build all the present and use, for example, as well. Uh, be mindful, like, you know, if you maybe lack ideas what to share, LinkedIn offers like content suggestions that you can see. Uh -huh. You can as well utilize hashtags. When it comes to hashtags, less is more. It's actually more and more emphasized. Follow maybe two, three. Don't go for five, 10, 11. Make it maybe more general and one very specific. Yeah, sometimes you see like uh, even several lines of the hashtags uh, people exactly. are adding. I, I don't know. And what, here's, what the reason and here's, here's, an, here's an announcement from uh, people behind Talks. Please make sure one of those few uh, hashtags you follow is indeed uh, hashtag fry talks because that means you will never miss anything <laughs> related point, to fry talks. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. And what yeah. I also yeah. noticed, uh, maybe as a trend, it was interesting because you just mentioned about this content and rule, uh, what you need to follow. Um, I, I remember like uh, LinkedIn a few years back uh, when when you joined, it it, it was mainly just a, a business uh, network where you connect with people. You, whom you met uh, somewhere or, or any, anything similar because just to keep in touch, right? So that in case if you need uh, some sometimes to find the, the person, you can find it on the on the LinkedIn. Uh, nowadays, what I see is has happened in last probably 12 or 18 months, the, the amount of content uh, has, has significantly increased. I don't have exact statistics, but what, what I see that there are much more people who started to share really like um, useful information, both the original one created by them, or they bring insights from from outside. And mm -hmm. uh, for me, as as a marketing and sales uh, professional, it's it's very valuable because I really learn a lot uh, from from these uh, influencers, if you may, if I may. Uh, but but what I see same time that. In the IT industry, very rarely you can really see people actively sharing. There are some good examples, uh, especially those who are like uh, technical people. They are sharing some updates on products or services from different vendors. It's very useful. But but in general, the audience is pretty silent. Uh, the, the, the like probably most common thing what you can see is people are sharing badges so that they have yes. earned some 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 particular like i don't know badge uh, or, or or certification or anything like that that's so common but otherwise mm -hmm. uh, still uh, there is a lot of room to take actually uh, if you think of leading this uh, this industry and this community to start actually bringing the insights to start bringing content uh, and i'm sure that uh, it will be appreciated mm -hmm. and i see two kind of uh trends here the first thing is i believe with the COVID and restrictions of moving and participating on the events and and i don't know conferences of course all this kind of tension and 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 buzz is taken to now the social media platforms especially to linkedin so you know you cannot participate in conferences and events you most likely will start to to publish these yeah. insights and and start to build communities online so we actually were forced to do it and when it comes to kind of shyness or like you know you, you said like people are not very keen to share i think it's somehow as well 
still Central and Eastern Europe mentality. Because if you look in the companies and trends in in US, they are more keen to share their knowledge. And I think we're gonna mm -hmm. learn and learn and learn more and more. Because you know, like yeah. you know, we always think that maybe there's nothing special. Or I think we're gonna learn it. And I think the new generation. I, I think it's also you know uh, because of the other reason. It's it's quite an effort. If you really want to start doing it uh, on a regular basis, uh, then you, you have to allocate time for that. And I, I, I think many people just, you know, they are so occupied with the core responsibilities of driving business or sales or anything else that they somehow, uh, you know, overlook uh, the LinkedIn uh, opportunity or would it be any other uh, mm -hmm. social uh, platform. But uh, I, I personally believe that uh, it's also can create a significant impact for you as an individual, as well as for you as a company, as a brand. But uh, mm -hmm. let's continue maybe with these building blocks of, of, the, of the LinkedIn strategy. So we talked mm -hmm. about establishing your brand, establishing your company on, on LinkedIn with help of the company page and showcase pages. But, mm -hmm. but then the question and uh, what we often hear um, from companies coming to us saying, hey, I need uh, B2B leads. Let's do some LinkedIn campaign. Uh, I have, you know, this thousand euro, let's generate something. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, what would be the best approach of, you know, really starting generating business uh, from LinkedIn? Okay. So just a one step back. So uh -huh. Before you kind of say you are ready to kind of invest in paid uh, LinkedIn marketing solutions, so make sure you already start to grow your follower page. As a best practice is uh, that we suggest to have at least 500 followers, so mm -hmm. you know you also have a higher reach. But in some cases, like you know the fast-growing startups, they say, "Hey, we need it now." For that, you can yeah. utilize as well your employees, like to to still organically do everything um, parallel. So this is what we say: it's always on approach for organic. So whatever you do for paid don't forget your organic and you as well yeah. mentioned like you know the effort companies need to put into to advertise and and create these content i think it's a good kind of reminder to maybe business owners that it is an investment and you need to have allocated resources to create content to manage content to have a budget mm -hmm. and so on so before you step in advertising on linkedin make sure you have already like you know very clear go-to-market strategy, you are kind of clear of your KPIs. So what I yeah. often see is that client comes, they maybe don't even have a clear um, idea which one of products they want to advertise to whom, like, you know, but there's like, okay, I want to generate leads, like, you know, but leads, gen lead generation means that you are actually trying to convent someone now. So you can do it with people who are already to make decision. But I recognize that the majority of people on LinkedIn or your audience, even 99, does not have the intent at the moment. So, and for that segment, the best option is to execute execute the marketing or demand generation. So this is where we actually step in and you need to make sure you allocated your budget and your resources and your effort accordingly and heavy focus on marketing or demand generation rather yeah. than jump right away into the leads. 
And, and here I would like just maybe to pause as well and to add, uh, because it's it sounds so familiar to us. We have been talking about uh, this go-to-market strategy and the customer or buyer journey uh, type of thing a uh, few times already. And I think it still, uh, you know, needs explanation and needs uh, changes in the mindset of many of us because, uh, yeah, you, you cannot generate leads if people are not ready to buy or not not ready to engage with you. And uh, somehow this this is completely often kind of mis misunderstood uh, and, and uh, actually not part of the overall plan and investments and execution. And therefore, uh, you, you cannot really see a good outcomes of your investments, would it be in LinkedIn or anything else. And I think exactly. you mentioned the, the organic and the importance of organic. I think, uh, uh, again, uh, just just purely think from this very practical aspect. When when your ad is shown to somebody and people see the company name, but they don't recognize it whatsoever. They don't know, okay, what this company is uh, from, uh, what, what they do offer and so on and so forth. So uh, what, what do you expect them to do? So, so they probably exactly. scroll scroll further and they ignore it the same they simply see okay and I, I often also see somebody really advertise to me something but i see they have i don't know 12 followers or, or 100 followers and i simply do not mm -hmm. perceive them as a serious uh, player here because if they are so um, you know small uh, with the presence here so can i can i really trust and engage with them just uh, think of these small things uh, as well, uh, how your potential customers will evaluate your brand when you will go and invest into the paid media. So therefore, it's, it's very, very important uh, to really make sure that your organic presence is strong enough. And I know that Roland actually has a very good advice on how you can grow company follower uh, number uh, very practically. Well, uh, yes, if you ask me, <laughs> make sure that uh, people on your team are also admins of your LinkedIn page because admins get uh, credits to invite their own contacts, right? And very often, if just being a few people on startup team, if everybody invites their contacts to follow page, I mean, within months, you can get hundreds of followers without anything, <laughs> anything else except, uh, of course, your own, your own effort. Yeah, this is a very good tip. Uh, again, typically, personally, we all own much wider network of contacts or connections on LinkedIn than the company page, right? And the easiest way and the fastest way for you to just improve this number, start inviting your connections, uh, as Roland explained. Very good. Okay, point. Let's, let, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> yes. So yeah, basically, then, yeah, to cut it short, um, so we suggest to mainly and firstly focus on building the brand awareness and this is where you educate your clients about who you are what pain you are solving what value are you're bringing and you want to make sure it's going to show multiple times with a good frequency because you know you want to kind of be seen and be there for the moment when clients are already kind of engage or maybe like you know something clicked so and for awareness we as well suggest kind of if you have for example thousand budget uh invest 
for the beginning like 60% and make it like you know consistent put it on always on like you know don't like you know if your sales cycle is from 6 to 12 months don't expect like in 2 weeks you come to uh, linkedin and you will generate leads or you know so you need to make sure all these 6 to 12 months you are actually visible and then yeah. once once your uh, target audience is already kind of warmed up you start to already uh engagement and in invest in consider consideration campaigns you share valuable content maybe you invite for events you share your white papers downloads and so on so actually they already can find out something specific for them what we suggest as a good practice uh for example if you run uh, for awareness video, which can be very simplified. We don't need a cat like a cameras and all crew. Make it a simple yeah. graphic that explains about you. Then you can as well, and the next step uh, already retarget your video viewers based on how long they spend watching your video and already wow. tailor a very specific message. Okay, this person show interest in my my video. So I already can talk with him about maybe uh, scheduling some some, I don't know, next step, invite them to event, or maybe I can share this uh, white paper for them. And then already when you have targeted them with already specific uh, message, you narrow your kind of target audience. And then as a next, we even say like, you know, the 10%, then you go into the lead generation of or web conversions like you know you drive traffic to web or generate leads with very specific already uh, offer to people who already make decision not like you know those who just saw your ad and so on so i think the relevancy here is key this is the main kind of practice but i want to highlight as well if you have very niche product which is very greatly explained if you go to your website mm -hmm. the purchase process yeah. is very short i have experienced that clients go right away to conversation ads or or lead generation and actually have a good result but it's so like their audience is very um narrow and the need in market is huge so when they mm -hmm. flag or show their uh, product clients is like yeah let's do the demo and then th i think they can close the sales in two weeks so the sales process is very short so they can afford such thing if you're very complex in how in the way how you offer your service if it's very customized make sure you will mm -hmm. speak in engagement engaging with the client Yes. Uh, look, you have plenty of experience working across many countries. You probably know what are most uh, frequent uh, and the worst mistakes somebody could make in terms of uh, LinkedIn and LinkedIn advertising. What would be your advice? What mistakes try for what, what mistakes should the companies try to avoid? Okay. So the first I will go back to it's a short term approach. So make sure LinkedIn is a long term relationship. Like, you know, you're going to be there, you're going to invest there and so on. Um, generating leads with the cold audiences as well. We just touched like, you know, you want to make mm -hmm. sure you talk with people when they are ready and don't expect that people are, are browsing with already need to get your product or service, but actually you prepare them to, to the moment when they will be uh, ready. Another thing, I think people come to us sometimes with not clear 
or realistic KPIs and go to market mm -hmm. strategy. So as I said, sales cycle is six to 12 months, but I want to generate leads in two weeks. So, you know, and sometimes yes. we even dis discover what are their KPIs through the first campaigns. Like, you know, we test, we see actually what, what is the engagement, how people react and so on. And um, as well, uh, people come in with too small budget or maybe for the beginning, they target too narrow audiences. So suggestion is to big bid higher in the beginning to, to spread your message and, and your advertise across as wide audience as possible and then narrow it down. Like, you know, you will start to do the A-B testing. You start to see who are the people who engage, what is the response, then to start to do adjustment. Sometimes people come with a thousand budget and they are disappointed after one week that they bur burn it down and there were no kind of response. But actually, like, you know, LinkedIn has this uh, estimation tool. So you can actually see like, you know, how, how big will be the reach, what are the estimated results? And it depends on industry on, on the market, but make sure you allocate a decent budget. As you know, as well, LinkedIn is not cheapest platform is probably known as most expensive. However, you get the highest quality leads because people are there with the mindset to do business. You're not gonna, uh, target 12 year old on their uh, mobile phone scrolling Facebook mm -hmm. like so so you kind of aware of it yeah but but you know about the cost I I, I, I can tell you from our experience uh, that it's not always uh, true that uh, LinkedIn is the most expensive and I think you have to evaluate it from different perspectives and uh, one of that is that uh, we have been running campaigns on different channels like uh, Facebook Google and LinkedIn and yes, uh, when you evaluate the cost, uh, like per, I don't know, click or cost per lead, what you are paying, uh, it might be higher. But the thing is that this is not the right way of looking at, at, at the result. You need to look at actually end result, okay? Uh, how much actually the real opportunity or even better, the win of the customer cost for me and from where, from each channel it, it came. And then mm -hmm. if you look at, at it from that perspective, you clearly see that LinkedIn actually can, you know, do much better than any other channel in some cases, but not necessarily always um, uh, as well, because uh, we also have uh, experience when Facebook is bringing very, very strong uh, performance or LinkedIn. It, it very much depends whom you're targeting, at what stage you are targeting people and so on and so yes. forth. Uh, uh, also, geography-wise, uh, what we have learned that uh, it very much depends. So there are even some geographies uh, and the same segments uh, within the geographies where you can still, on very reasonable cost, get very good quality leads uh, for you. So I, mm -hmm. I think it's worth experimenting and evaluating, as you said, based on the KPIs, based on the different other uh, perspectives. Yes, but it's important exactly. not to not to rush making decisions because uh, yes. just uh, how much lead costs uh, indeed means very little. You need you need to you need to spend a bit of time until your sales have actually reached out and until they can say, okay, is it actually quality leads or not? Because um, after a while, the your initial impression of them may change quite quite radically, quite quite mm -hmm. quite radically. Mm -hmm. 
It's yeah. true. And in LinkedIn, we say like, you know, people come sometimes like, hey, can you give us estimates? And we always say it depends. It depends on, on, on the location. It depends on the industry, you know, and we can do all the best job. But if you are not ready, like, you know, if you haven't decided and kind of shaped, like, you know, what is your advantage? advantage against your competitors how you're going to position yourself you haven't created maybe some content like you know it's many things and even how your sales and marketing teams collaborate so they actually mm -hmm. sales pick up when when people are ready and show interest like you know there are so many things and we can share best practices there are like mainstream kind of things and and tendencies we see but so many times we learn from our clients who actually said, hey, you suggested us to use this and this. But actually, we noticed that in this region, this picture work less yeah. than this. So it's, it's, it's always a learning process. Yes. Very, uh, very can good. Can you talk Catherine. a bit about, sorry, can you talk a little bit about uh, how to approach international markets? Because very often a question, a question we get from our own clients is to give them recommendations about localization. Obviously, localizing to local languages costs uh, some money. But what's what's your take on that? Are people happy with information, let's say, in big languages such as English, or still it's always better to localize down to every country you are running advertising in? Mm -hmm. So it's it's again depends. So for IT industry, uh, because it's very English driven, we see many clients do and run English ads on multiple uh, geographies where it as well we see there is very significant kind of differences in uh, markets like for example in polish like you know poland they would prefer to receive the ads in polish as well there is one of the uh, most expensive uh, regions in europe which is dach region which is like switzerland austria germany yeah. they would prefer as well kind of go with a German language. However, it depends and it can be different on different industries. Pharma, for example, or some manufacturing would go maybe with German when IT would go with English. Here as well, you know your product. Set, 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 set maybe some budget uh, aside. If you see your campaign is not performing, maybe try the local language. And and sometimes we, we as well see uh, English audience might reach wide audience than the people yeah. who have chosen to use LinkedIn on, on their local language. It's worth to test. It, we would say like a different market um, a might have place. a different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. As, as time is running up and we need to, to wrap up, uh, I, I just was wondering because, you know, among our uh, listeners, probably uh, there are not also very big companies and uh, and then they, they have some limited uh, budget uh, and this budget is uh, maybe in the range of, I don't know, thousand or couple of thousand euro and where, where you need to achieve still like some business results. Uh, just to summarize, maybe what would be your recommendation? Like if you have this limited budget and uh, you want really to get some some leads, <laughs> uh, yeah, what, what would be the best mix uh, for investing? uh this money mm -hmm. so all that like the first thing is to invest in person who can actually manage all of it so there is someone who creates this content and and manage as like you know as well engage with the people who respond to your content when it comes to paid ads 
you already have like you know do as much as you can already for the organic as we discussed grow your follower base mm -hmm. and so on and then make sure like you know if you want to invest money so go for some specific offer or really like you know what pain i'm gonna mm -hmm. solve to you or to, to my clients or what value i will bring to my clients so advertise uh -huh. on this spend like as an example it's not uh, set in stone 60% on awareness, then 20% uh -huh. invest in engagement, already work with uh, clients who already show some interest, retarget them, retarget with already very specific um, message. And maybe if you feel you can skip engagement part, go right, like, you know, with lead generation yeah. or website conversation, make sure if you bring them to website, it's very crystal clear what are you offering or made this customer journey very as short as possible so you know they land on your page there's better offer or book book a demo or something call to action that actually will help you convert already in the sales lead okay okay very good thank you thank you catherine for uh, coming uh, today and uh, sharing with us uh, your insights and, and knowledge I hope that audience also liked it. Uh, so therefore, please uh, continue commenting and continue sharing your own uh, maybe best practices. Uh, I think it's worth continuing this conversation anyhow. Uh, otherwise, what I would uh, also encourage you and ask you to do, uh, follow please our company, IBD Consulting and uh, hashtag Fry Talks on LinkedIn. Um, if you also would like to listen to this as a podcast. We have uh, all the versions of uh, our previous episodes always available on the major podcast platforms. And if you like it, please also rate so that we can see and uh, feel your feedback. Uh, and um, that's very important for us. We would appreciate very much uh, this feedback and your comments. And if you have any idea on what needs to be discussed in the upcoming events, please feel free to ping us. Otherwise, thank you again, uh, Catherine, for uh, coming and sharing. Thank you all uh, for being uh, with us today, this Friday. Uh, we will be back in two weeks again and uh, looking forward for our next discussion. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a nice Friday.